All right, the light is on, and we are off the bench. The light is on, and it's hurting some people's <laughs> some people's uh, craniums right now. Got to be doing this episode in the dark. Uh, Maybe next week. It is dark, in fact. We're recording this episode a little bit later. 7.57 Mount Standard Time. The, uh, the, the long, long cast shadow by Roger's Place right now, the home of the pitiful... Edmonton Oilers. I'm your host, Nick Good. As always, joined to my right by Adam Hunter. Hello, folks. And that's the wind. Oh, whistling. Oh no, Neil is Neil is not here this week. He uh, took an impromptu. I, th- I think impromptu. Kind of let us know late minute. Yeah, la- except he must have known a long time ago because it's for a wedding. Yeah. Anyway, and he's the best. Didn't he say he's the best man? <laughs> so he knew about. Anyway. Neil's at a wedding in Jasper, so just hanging. he's not here. But he um. He did send us in an email to talk about some some things tonight. Um, we'll get to it after because he, he he goes through his NFL picks and okay, stuff like that. Sure, so um, sure. let's start off. Uh, first of all, this episode, uh, luckily it's coming to us. Adam is on the IR right now. He uh, he went into the blue tent. Suffered. Adam, you want to tell the, the listeners the story? Yeah, I. Uh... You know, as is very surprising in the winter, there is ice outside sometimes. And as is also very surprising, you don't need to hit your head to suffer a concussion. So I went in the blue tent, and unlike others before me, I failed miserably. So, yeah, on, on the shelf for a while, uh, you know, very, very boring. But uh, let it be known, folks, that, yeah, you don't need to hit your head to get a concussion. So if you're feeling weird, get checked out. There you go. That's... <laughs> your weekly public service announcement yeah. brought to you by if Adam Hunter. If you're feeling weird, get checked out. That's <laughs> that goes advice. for your head, your stomach, and everything else Anything below. Else. Yeah, definitely. Anything else below. If, you're, if it's feeling weird, get it checked. Yeah, it's free here, so don't be shy. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that should be our new tagline for the for the podcast. If you're uh, feeling weird, get it checked. Get it checked. Uh, it'll be our, our medical. Segment. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that. That'll conclude the medical segment. <laughs> anyway, this is episode thirty-seven off the bench. Uh, just two man booth this week. It's a big, big time of year, though. Uh, start of the before we get into the sports stuff, let's get into the real competition of the of the because the Oilers are terrible. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. Um, and so let's talk about something that is actually enjoying to watch a competition that's enjoy enjoyable to watch, and that's the Bachelor season twenty. Two, I believe, of the Bachelor. Yes, yes, it is. Um, and we're episode two just yep. concluded uh, yep. last week. Ari is your Bachelor this year, uh, vying. Uh, there were twenty nine women to start vying for his heart. Now I think we're down to twenty two. Because uh, I think he cut like hang on seven on the first night, and then he cut three. Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty. Okay, so yeah, so he cut five the first night, three last night. Yeah, so twenty or four and three, whatever. Yeah, twenty one remaining. Down to twenty one, um, and uh, Adam and I, we've got uh, we've got some some favorites off yeah. the front. Uh, yeah. For those of you who are watching, uh, or those of you who aren't, um, Tia for me. Agreed, agreed. Tia is a is a is a front runner for myself. Yeah. Not 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 someone who I think would win, but she has my heart so far. She'd be in my top I, three. I hope she wins. Uh, from Arkansas, friends with Raven from last season. Yeah, well, Raven was the last last season of Bachelor in Paradise. But she was on the Bachelor. Oh, she was. Oh, she was on last oh, season of oh, the Bachelor. Oh, she was the yeah. she was the final two. Right. Yeah. I, Nick yeah. Vile made a big mistake. Took uh, Vanessa. Don't get me wrong. Vanessa was a great great suitor. It was but never going to work. It was though. never going to work. She's from work. Montreal. He's from LA. They weren't going to move. Raven is ready to leave Arkansas. Who isn't? Yeah. <laughs> Who isn't? Right? So. So anyway, Tia, um, 
Lauren, I don't remember, is it Lauren G, the one I like? Uh, Lauren B. Lauren B. Lauren B. Yeah. Blonde Lauren, she's yes. just, just... Well, now there's only one Lauren. Oh, oh no, sorry, there's, there's, no, there's Lauren still Lauren G is still there. No, no, Lauren S is the other one. Oh. Lauren G was black Lauren. I thought she's still around. No? No, no. No? no. Okay. She, uh, because, yeah, no, she mm. didn't, she didn't okay. make a cut last week. She got last cut. Week. She, she got did. cut. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so, Lauren is also a front runner for myself, and then, um... Becca, who went on the the first one on one date with Ari, yeah, Becca. very awkward date, very I, awkward date. They both were really well. The first one, I mean, you've known this girl like let's 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 put this in perspective, right? You got the first night, twenty nine chicks show up, yeah, sorry, women show up, and you're in, in this house, and you get maybe maybe two to five minutes of FaceTime with the dude. So you've known this girl for how long, and then the next day you're taking her on a one on one date, and you're just buying her shit like the date was her him like buying her dresses and jewelry and, and, and lots though like we're several thousands of dollars creepy just, just a ton. weird made me uncomfortable it was unusual one of the girls i work with made a good point she said makes it seem like he's very controlling it's a little yeah i could see that i think or he just doesn't, i like you in this i'm gonna buy it for you yeah or he just doesn't know how to <laughs> you know relate to somebody on sure. a personal level and he'd rather just throw money at mm. her I mean, hey, I, I don't know the guy, but that was a weird date for Good sure. point, good and point. And the second date. Also, he seems like a rich guy, like a rich kid, yeah, so like maybe that's just how like rich is. people date. But, like, but then I, I thought the second date was worse in a way because, again, you've known the girl for a handful of minutes and you take her to meet your family. Crystal we're talking about. Yeah, Crystal, sorry. Crystal. She went on the second date, the one who looks like the Muppet. <laughs> I don't know what that Muppet's name is. I think it's Janice, actually. <laughs> Look, her, her celebrity doppelganger is Janice the Muppet from... Who, from Becca's for... Becca, the, the one who went on the first date, her celebrity doppelganger is Olivia Munn. So if that guys. tells you anything. <laughs> so yeah, so the Muppet, who talks with a very breathy, sort of weird kind of voice... She plays in the band with animals, so she's yeah, cool. Yeah, she plays with Animal and the other guys in the band. There's other guys. Yeah, there's four of them. I, I don't I know think, their I names. think they're a four-man troop. I think, well, three men and a woman, but yeah. yeah. No, m woman Muppet. And then anyway, my my, my my third... Oh, yeah, I said Becca, so... Yeah. Those, those are the, the leaders for me. Um, and then we agreed on Tia. I like the other Becca, personally. Yeah, short-haired Becca. Young Becca, Young apparently. Becca. And then... She's from the South. That's her rap name, Young Becca. Young Becca, yeah. Y-U-N-G. And then you know what? I'm getting... But her name... B E K A H. Yeah, but that's is her parents. That? No, I guarantee that's her. You think I so? I bet you her name is Rebecca, and she was like, "I'm oh. gonna be like a hip person and change." I'm just gonna go by Becca, and I'm gonna change it. Maybe spell like this. Maybe you know what? I'm gonna change. I can't remember who I said my third was the other day. Short-term memory loss. Uh oh, just Whoa. kidding. Um, but I'm gonna switch it. I'm gonna switch it to Mikkel. I'm gonna go with Mikkel. She hasn't had a lot of time. Like there hasn't been a lot of focus on her. Just because is, of the stats you've read, that's science. why. And yeah, now, and now I'm going to tell you why. And so, fun fact that I learned about the Bachelor, Bachelor today is that the most common height of winners of the Bachelor is five foot three for some reason. Mikkel is the only remaining contestant that is five foot three. So there you go. So there you go. The the proof's in the pudding. Actually, I like Annalise too, though. That was that was the one I said the other. Oh day. yeah, Annalise. She's been she cries she's too been much. She's too the much. one with. She's the one with. Um, PTSD from bumper cars. Yeah, which is totally normal. Like, the strangest thing to cry about. I don't understand why. And again, I mean, we talk about this a little bit, yeah. but I, Crystal seems a little off kilter to me. I think she's just faking it, you know? I don't know. I, I she's she's like... But she's very, like, she's always smiling real hard. And she's always just lingering. She's like yeah. she's like a weird, like, smiling blonde fitness shadow. Oh, she's just weird. You know, again, another... Uh, Another coworker of mine pointed out that she does these fitness videos. That's like that's her vocation. Yeah, yeah. And she obviously probably just went on the show to get more attention for that, which it'll do. But but what 
my coworker made the point. She's like, man, if you're acting like this, you're going to weird people out. They're going to like unfollow you now. Maybe. It depends, I guess. I, you know, I'm not really into that whole like following people, fitness videos thing. So I don't know what people follow them for. Like, do they follow for the personality or do they follow like they're learning some workouts or what? Depends, like, I guess, what, what you're in it for. Be? Yeah, exactly. Depends what you're in it for. Yeah. But uh, she is... You gotta have a little charisma to have followers, I think. Yeah. No one's gonna like watch videos of some... Yeah, you got exactly. You got to be personable a little bit. Like you got to be watchable. I don't know. I mean, she's watchable, I guess, because like we've been watching her. But it's but it's more like it's a train wreck. You can't look away because she just does act a little strangely. But it's all put on. I think. Yeah, I and don't then think she's the like other two that. contestants we have to talk about. Obviously, before we move on, are uh, Bibiana. Yeah. Who had a confrontation with with Crystal with Crystal? Yeah. About uh, getting FaceTime. Bibiana seems a little uh, a little off kilter as well. She's just you know she's got uh, some Hispanic fire there i mean it's a little it's a little much i can't believe she made it through she I, had her mic drop moment yeah yeah she literally said mic drop now here's yeah which and here's brutal and here's the question listeners is it a mic drop if you declare it yourself a mic drop if you say mic drop oh that's stupid i mean they can't answer right now the listeners can't answer but i'm telling you i, I wonder who had stupid. the first ever mic drop hmm interesting whoever invented it maybe just by accident they're like oh and then the last and then the last contestant of course chelsea who got off to a fiery start in episode one working hard out. got that first impression rose which is a big deal she's a single mother so she deserves it according to her verbatim first single mother ever yeah invented single motherhood (laughs) which is a very impressive so those are right so i think those are the ones to watch for for a drama obviously gonna be chelsea crystal bibiana Mm -hmm. out of those three who do you think sticks around the most the longest yep or sorry, the longest, yeah. Well, I mean, I think, you know, the first impression rose is... Not based on height. Not based on height. Because, <laughs> you know, well, Bibiana's not in the sweet spot, but Chelsea and Crystal both are Ooh, in the sweet there you spot. Go. So, um, I'm, I'm going to actually say Crystal. The first impression mm. rose is important, but one of the, you know, she, Crystal got the second one-on-one date. It's a big deal. Met the family. And with the family. Which was strange, real strange, but he seemed to think that she got along okay with the family. Which, you know, okay, I mean, based on a five-minute conversation or whatever it was and, you know, seeing his high school, which was very strange. Yeah. The guy's 36 years old. Yeah. You stop talking about high school now. It's been about 20 yeah, years. Yeah, right. But anyway, I, I think Crystal will go the furthest of the I'm three. Go, I think I'm going to agree with Crystal as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, to move on, on to a little bit of sports i guess i guess we'll talk about the Oilers a bit well we could i mean it's uh before that I, oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna stay in like a little bit of a, a sweet spot here of uh sports and pop culture i watched the movie i tanya yesterday starring oh, yeah. margot robbie as oh, yeah. tanya harding oh yeah man movie's a bit of a gut punch i gotta say Ooh. i gotta say it's uh really not to give it too much away but it if you know Obviously, every biopic is, takes some artistic license, but if it's to, to be believed, Tonya Harding seemed to have quite a bit of an abusive upbringing, so mm. ex, it explains some things, and just her mm. her lust for love, like, to, to be loved, I should say, and that's really what it came down to, is she wanted she wanted to be in that spotlight just to have the, the, the adulation, uh-huh. and there's one, there's one really... Um, so it's sort of like done in a mockumentary style, right? Like all the all the actors are playing their characters and they're being interviewed years, like 40 years before. Like it's currently, they're supposed yeah. to be current and then they're going back and telling the story. Oh, okay. Also, got to say, soundtrack to the movie, fantastic. 
Absolutely fantastic. You got some Super Tramp in there. Oh, yeah. You got some Chicago in there. Oh, yeah. You've got uh, some uh, some heart in there. Wow. Yeah, it's a, oh, a great soundtrack. Non-stop. Um, but so, yeah, so she, you know, shows some abuse from her mother growing up and then her, her boyfriend who then becomes her husband. And then after the, the infamous um, Nancy Kerrigan incident and she gets vilified through the media and from, from Pete, from, I guess, I guess fans, it's not really fans, just from the, the public, mm-hmm. gets vilified by the public. And she, it's, it goes back to the current day one. It's, you know, Margaret Robbie's playing her and she's talking to the camera and she goes, but by that point, I was used to it, right? I was abused by my mother and I was abused by my husband and I just got abused by you guys. Ooh. So, and, but, and, and just, and just thinking of it from that perspective, it like, I think really what the movie, as much as it touches on Tonya Harding's life and, you know, the, the big moment of it, you know, the incident as they call it, right? In the mm-hmm. movie. And focusing on the, the, those sorts of things. I think really what it is is more of a commentary towards sort of like, you know, the the way Black Mirror uh, looks at these things mm-hmm. is the way the public, like, uh, need to just, like, just, like, pull someone down. Yeah, there's always someone. Right? And that's what she says. Time. And that's what she says at the end of the movie. She's like, as much as America loves someone they, they want someone to love they also want someone to hate yeah. right and it's really that whole idea of you don't you almost stop thinking of this person as a person you just think of like them as this this celebrity that something that's almost you know that doesn't touch the earth something that's like it's an other thing that you that is just fine to just yeah they're not real yeah and they're it's like part you forget world, that yeah. there's, there's a real person with like you know yeah they're celebrities but like man they come from fucked up not not to cry over the the plight of celebrities but it, yeah man it would they're people too. She was 22 years old when that all, all that went down too, which is really the most fucked up thing. Very so. young. Anyway. Uh, I think I, that, that segues pretty well actually into the Oilers, doesn't it, in a way? <laughs> talking about tearing people down <laughs> when they're young. And, sure, yeah. I mean, um, I anyway, so I would say recommend, early recommendation for 2018, I would say definitely go see uh, I, Tanya. It's a, it, it, it tugs the heartstrings a little bit too. It, it, and it's funny and it's, it's, a, it's a well-made film, so I would say go see it for sure. Uh, Adam's got a recommendation for um, Molly's game. I would say. Oh too. yeah, I don't. I games? don't. Uh, don't go to the movies a lot because I don't like paying money to sit in the dark with a bunch of shitheads. But uh, that being said, Molly's game. Yeah, Molly's game. Great flick. I recommend it, folks. Real awesome. Good. Real All good. Right. So anyway, let's uh, go into the orders a bit here. Um, there, there's not a lot. To this say. segment brought to you by Pain. Yeah. If you're in short supply, turn on Oilers game. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I mean, they actually played pretty well last night in Nashville. I didn't watch. They, they, I watched sparingly, and and uh, you know, they didn't play particularly badly. An offside goal, you know, that rule is is pretty ridiculous. And just to paint the picture a little bit, it was JJ Kara. His, uh, he was onside, but his back leg, his back skate was off the ice, which means he's offside. Mm-hmm. Because of that rule. If your back mm. skates off, you know, you, you can't. doesn't work that way. But the problem I have with that rule is not that it went against the Oilers last night. It's worked in our favor before. What's it accomplishing is my exactly. question. Exactly. That's the problem I have with it is that his skate being off the ice did not affect the play. And that's what McDavid said after yeah, the game, right? Exactly. Yeah, And And McDavid, it was pretty diplomatic, you know, the way yeah. he said. Like, you could tell he was upset, but he didn't say anything rash, you know, he makes a good point. It it has nothing to do with the play. The fact that his skate was a, I think he said an arm hair 
mm-hmm. you know, off. I mean, it really doesn't. But he meant to say something else. I'm sure he did, but he, <laughs> he dialed it back for the kids at home who hang on his every word. But, you know, it's a shame to lose that way. And, and it's, I mean, Nashville scored a goal. The puck went off Adam Larson's face and sat there for Victor Arvidsson to poke home. I mean, a couple of bad luck uh, plays right there. Other than that, it wasn't a terrible game, but it doesn't matter at this point. There are no moral victories when you're no. this, when you're at this stage. The season is lost, and now my only concern is what are they going to do to try to fix it, and how wrong will it be? That's my only concern now, is who are they going to trade for cents on the dollar, Yeah. and what's the next and that's the step? And that's, that's what I'm concerned about. But again, as a fan, all I can do is continue to cheer for laundry, and uh, and you know hope that they don't mess it up too badly. I mean, I don't pull the pull the strings. That's up to Pete. And uh, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately. And right I don't want to pile on here. I don't want to. I don't. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I, I kind of talked to you and Neil about this before, and I honestly am just at the point with this season where, and I I, I don't want to sound like I'm coming just molten hot here or anything like that, but I'm I'm so out on this season. It's and, and and the reason being not because it out of not out of frustration or anger or protest or anything like that. I'm just I'm just not enjoying myself. It's not enjoying. You know, it's it, and that's what I, I, I sat back and I thought about the other day. You know, <laughs> and I say this a little tongue in cheek, but you know, there's a lot of shit to watch on Netflix. I'm behind on my reading. You know, there's I went to watch a good film yesterday while the game was on, like. There's a lot of other. Th- I might go back to watching wrestling. At least I know what I'm getting out of that. At least I. At least I know that. Yeah, it's not. It's not gonna be great week in and week out. But eventually, I'm gonna get champions and. It'll and be I'm, entertaining. And the, the good guys will go over the bad guys. The faces beat the heels, and sometimes the heels get. You know. Anyway, I'm just sitting for two and a half hours or three hours. I'm just not enjoying myself at all. I'm frustrated. I'm pissed off. I'm. I'm sad, and I just like. It's not even to the point, you know, people say, well, at least it's like fun, like we got, got fun guys to watch, like McDavid, like even a McDavid rush anymore is not enough to salvage this, because it's just... Well, I feel poor, for, not for that, I feel bad for him, I was going to say poorly for him, that's not English, I feel bad for him, for McDavid, because he played a whale of a game, I mean, really, throughout this terrible stretch where we lost seven of eight games, I would say he's played quite well in just about all of them, I mean, he hasn't often had bad games, but... It's entirely wasted on this team because yeah. nobody else is really helping him out with any consistency. I mean, probably our second best forward through that stretch. Even though Dreisaitl's had points, he has like eight points in his last 11 or 12, something like that. I would say Nugent Hopkins has probably been the better player, but such a step down. I mean, it's just yeah. no one's helping him, and it, it makes it difficult to watch when there's this one guy trying to put the team on his back. Well, and, and, and I, I was thinking about this too. If I wanted to be unselfish, I'd almost say, just trade. Is is McDavid gonna be Olaf Kolzig? No, no, because uh, no, <laughs> no. And the thing is, no trade you make, like there's no trade worth making with. Conference. I'm just saying for his sake. No, nah. I just want to see him rot. I don't want to be that team. Rot. I don't want to be Columbus that has Rick Nash for the ten there, best years of his career no, and doesn't do anything. There's with it. a lot of things this year that are sort of anomalous. Like we're a good five on five team. The numbers bear that out. I know, and I know. I'm not trying to be you know, like. I know. I understand. It's just part of me just worries because if you know, it's, it's it just seems like the same old cycle where we bring in a GM who. Th- who's outside of the brain trust and seems to know what he's doing, but then actually doesn't. Like, is, is Shirley just Tambellini 2.0? I don't know. 
It could be. It's a little frustrating. One thing I'll say about this season that a lot of people aren't talking about, yeah, the special teams are very bad. That's a huge problem. But we lead the league in posts hit, and if 15 of those go in, that could be four more wins. I think, that's, that's I honestly win. think, and again, I don't want to make any any sort of excuses because there is part of the construction of the team that obviously isn't working. Special teams, like you said, are terrible. We lost. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about before, three out of our four guys from our top power play or penalty kill unit from last year, whether they're good glue guys or not, but you know, you had Hendricks, you had Lander, yeah, and you had and had Pouliot, and all three are gone. Really, Nuge is the only guy who's still around. But I think a big factor, and we actually talked about this at the start of the year, I think just offhand, looking at the schedule, a lot of afternoon games. Mm-hmm. A ton of afternoon games. I think we, I counted up, it was like 14 or something it's, like that. It's quite a lot, and we're terrible at them. And we're, I would, I, I would venture, and I, I have no stats to back this up, no facts or anything. I'd venture to guess that outside of maybe five teams, most teams are bad at them. Yeah. Unless, other than your Phillies, your your the the Rangers. Well, some the of those Bruins, northeast teams. So that's what I mean. Northeast. Those are the yeah. guys that, that play those afternoon games. Yeah. But I, I would. How many? When was the last time Vancouver played an afternoon game? Really don't. When was the last time Calgary played an afternoon game? I don't know. Again, maybe maybe it's more than I than I than I, I, I think, think. The Oilers are getting just they're trying to showcase us in the states a little bit. No, for and sure, and that's, that's exactly what they're doing. And I think I think part of that it just throws your routine off. It throws mm-hmm. your schedule off. It's something it's something to be considered. You know, they talk about schedule all the time in like the NFL and the NBA and back to backs and even in the NHL they talk about back to backs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I I think it's a factor. I think playing and starting the season out east and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. It's I think all in all, personally, I'm not. I'm not going to devote any more time to watching the Oilers this year. You know, if I obviously I, at work the games will be on yeah. and stuff like that, but I'm not going to I'm not going to go out of my way anymore to sit down and watch this team. But that being said, I'm not all the way out because I do think next year is a big chance to come back, and I I do think this is just an off year, and I think it happens. Man, no one's talking about it. Pittsburgh's on the on the cusp of not making the playoffs either. Yeah, and Crosby probably won't even get. Uh, you know, pick to the All Star team. He's a captain, I thought. No. Oh. Crosby's not even on the. He's not on right now. Really. And he doesn't expect to be. And so you know, he's only gone to two All Star games before. Oh, yeah, he's been injured true. all the oh, time. Oh no, he's on it. He's on he's it. He's on it now. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, they named the teams today. Oh my bad, because he wasn't expecting to be picked. Should have been Phil Kessel actually. Well, and that's a good segue team. to part of Neil's email. Well, oh. I'm gonna reverse it because he talks about football in the first part. So, okay. but he says. Which division wins the NHL All-Star game? Since the game has moved to three-on-three, Taylor Hall is a perfect two-for-two. Also, biggest stubs from the All-Star festivities. He says his is Jonathan and Marcia Slow. Vegas needs more than one representative, in my opinion. They have two. Anyway, boys, I'll see you next week. Yeah. They have have three, if you consider the coach. Yeah, but Flurry and James Neal, I think... So anyway, so I'll read the the rosters here. So from the Atlantic, Vasilevsky and Price, the goalies. Hedman, Carlson, Green... Yeah. Which, Mike Green, I didn't know he was having that good of a year. He's not, but oh. Detroit needs somebody. He's having a fine year. Stamkos, Kucherov, Matthews, Barkov, Marshawn, Eichel. Metro, you have Lungfist, Holtby, Martin Jones. And then you have... Wait, is that Martin Jones? No, in the Metro. What Jones is that? I don't know. What? What? And then <laughs> Hannafin. Uh, Seth Jones. Oh yeah, there's only two right, there's only two defensemen. Yeah, or Seth, two goalies. Seth right, Jones. you're right. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, yeah. Seth Jones, Hannafin, 
Latang, Ovechkin, Hall, Crosby, Tavares, Bailey, Giroux. That division wins. I don't even know what the other ones are, but I bet that, that one wins. That division. <laughs> Whatever, whoever has Hall. I guess. Yeah. Rene, Hellebuck, Subban. This is from the Central. Yeah. Subban, Petrangelo, Klinberg, Kane, McKinnon, Wheeler, Shen, Eric Stahl, Sagan, Pacific, Quick, Flurry, Doughty, Burns, Ekman, Larson, McDavid, Gaudreau, Bosher, uh, Neil, James Neal, uh, Raquel, and Kopitar. Biggest snub is is Kessel to me. Yeah. He's having himself a really nice year for an HVAC repairman. Um, that's what he looks like. And um, no, it's I think that's the biggest snub probably. I don't care. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really <laughs> um, care. I mean, you know, the skills competition is fun to watch. I guess the game yeah. is a little more fun now, but I think Kessel should have been. He's having a nice year. Should have been. DeMar DeRozan, I think, is the biggest snub. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Strap some skates on him. Why not? Oh, Guy, guys doing it all right now um, yeah I've, just based on nothing I'm just looking at the divisions or the teams again maybe even the central the central could be central looks Klinberg is leading defenseman in points yeah. you have Subban and then Kane and Wheeler's having a great year yeah my boy Eric Stahl again, eh? Two yeah. years in a row. Well, coming bit bit of a renaissance. He's on a. I mean, he's he is having a good year too, but he's he's on a team that doesn't have you know Parisi's out, or he just came back tonight, maybe. I bet. So. I bet at that All Star game, McDavid has no fucking motivation to do anything. He's gonna look terrible. Ah, uh, I think. I don't think he's gonna look terrible, but he's not gonna he's not gonna outshine the entire crop. Like he's not. I think you win money though, don't you? Don't you win money? I don't know. So. Not no, a car, it. I think, isn't it? Or no, truck that's or something? used to be. I think I saw something today. Taylor Hall's won about two hundred grand at All Star Games oh. in the last couple of years. So you can win money. That'll cover a certain habit of his, I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway, um... well, if you, you know the thing for Hall though is since, so he's won that, but he has to give a bunch of it to tax. But if McDavid wins, oh, oh no, it takes place in Tampa. He's right. Still, never mind. But then you can reclaim it coming back. Yeah, to Yeah, you can reclaim it exactly. So McDavid, it means a lot more to him. There you go. Also, and then everyone's every, hockey Twitter is going nuts because Hall had a tweet where he says, and nobody says, yeah, and everyone yeah. says, I'm not a winner. It's yeah. like, eh, okay. nice. Sure. Nice. Um, okay. Do you want anything else for hockey? No. Let's, no, let's it's let's just. Move to see, and that's the, the sad part about it. It's just so. When we started this podcast, oh. the Oilers were in the playoffs. Excitement was at an all time high. Yeah, and, and now here we are. It's funny a few uh, months later. Right? You know? Wow. I think I think our first episode was they were still were we still in the conference quarterfinals or the semifinals? We were playing the Ducks, I think. No, by that I, point. I think actually we started. We were playing the Sharks still. Still, yeah, okay. I believe we Damn. did. I think so. I could be wrong. All right, so we're on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, and last week let's go over a couple of the games last week. Yeah. Obviously, we're a little behind here, recording on a Wednesday. Old news, but. Uh, big news in the NFL. John Gruden officially signs his 10-year, $100 million contract. That's crazy. Coming out of the booth after nine years. Oof, that's, that's Nine just, years away from the game. That is just insane. Just insane. Terrible. Yeah. I uh, mean... You it, know what, though? I, I say this every time when it's... It, you got to wait and see. But the only thing about He's got it a is, good quarterback. But did it? does it really take 10 years and $100 million to get him there? Does it really require that? Because who, maybe if you're like, a coach maybe if you're ten. Cleveland. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like he. Th- that's a you know what looks like an up and coming organization. Like you don't need to give him a hundred million. Apparently, Mark Davis really likes him. They're good Mark friends. Mark Davis likes throwing away. He's money been courting too. him for a couple years. 
And he still gets his hair done at super cuts, Mark Davis. And he's I, I'm going to steal this one Go from figure. Wilbon, but I think it looks like him and Gruden both do. Yeah, actually, <laughs> maybe that's what it is, yeah. Barber buddies. Cute. <laughs> Cute. That sounds uncomfortable. That's a point. Um, so, do you want to talk a little bit about that Titans-Chiefs game? Oh, Andy Reid, what do we say? And see, and I think Andy Reid has a stigma now, can't win in the playoffs. Before, when he was in Philly, he went to four straight NFC yeah. title games, went to a Super Bowl, but since he's been in KC, he just, I don't get it. I, I, I don't understand. And you know what? I don't we, know that it's last him. week. Last week, we all picked the Chiefs. Yeah. And we should have known better. Because it's Andy Reid in the playoffs. Yeah, but the but Titans we, are terrible. Exactly. The and that's Titans what I was are going so to bad. Say. If Mariota doesn't complete a pass to himself, that... But then again, that's football. I was going to say the game's completely different, but that's football. I, I mean, it is. And, and you know, let's not... Um, a lot of folks, a lot of people after the game, oh, Mariota, great game. No. 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 He, he didn't have a great game. He made two important plays. Now, I get that, you know, he made the pass to himself and he laid a big block late in the game. Yeah. And that's great. Yep. That's, that that's was a good great. block. It was that a was hell a good of a block. block. And, you know, and quarterbacks don't do that. That's, that's great. Good for him. But he didn't have a good game. No. And if he does that again... Shit, if he has a better game than that, they're getting smoked. Their gift is the Patriots and Foxborough. Yeah, that's and, their gift for upsetting the Chiefs. Their gift is angry Patriots. Yeah, who are you know probably not enjoying all the media coverage around them right now about how they're they not united. I think there's a conspiracy that it was a craft orchestrated thing because the Patriots every time something like this together. comes out they rally and they they are gonna just blow them away and I know I said that last week and I always said the Chiefs are gonna blow the Titans away. This is not the same. No, God no. This is not healthy the Gronk. Yeah, healthy Gronk, pissed off Brady. Yeah. Pissed, well, I mean... And Dion Lewis Brady. is playing like he's fucking yeah. Marshawn Lynch out there. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, oh, yeah, no. I I think, though, I mean, I think Henry will have a good game again. I think they'll, the Titans will have more Murray's, rushing yards. DeMarco Murray's for sure out I'm again. Quite, yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. Henry's been good anyway, Derek Henry. But uh, the real difference is going to be a quarterback. Where well, obviously, yeah, like, obviously, that is where the difference is. But then again, is. going to that Titans game, you would have said Alex Smith... Yeah, but, I mean... I mean, Alex Smith is no Brady, don't get me exactly, wrong. Exactly, and, and that's the thing, is that I think Brady... I I just can't see him losing to no. this team. And I, I don't think they're going to pressure him enough. And yeah, DeMarco Murray is listed as out. Yeah, as I, I don't think they're going to pressure Brady enough to, you know, bother him much. And, uh... Well... If if the only the only way that anything could happen... Mm-hmm. This website could happen is if this whole thing is real mm-hmm. and there's real and maybe the Titans get off to a bit of a hot start. They go up like ten nothing really early, yeah. And all of a sudden there's like implosions on the sidelines. That's the, the only way. I guess what I'm trying to say is the only way the Patriots lose this game is if they do it lo- to themselves. Yeah, yeah. If if they lose, yeah. If they 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 sabotage themselves. Um, uh, the Jags and the Bills game was probably one of the worst professional football games I've ever seen in my fucking life, Adam. It was a it's, good defense. For it the was Jags. like I was watching one of the like not a good college game like we watched last night, yeah. like the bowl, like the BCS bowl. Yeah. But like some one of those shitty bowl games, like Colonel Sanders finger licking good bowl. Yeah, that yeah. One they play in like that, like yeah. the start of December that yes. nobody watches and like nobody even knows happens. Little Rock, Arkansas, like yeah. that. It, like it was. It was terrible. Jags defense was stifling them. That's what I like to see. Against the Bills. So, they've done it to teams all year. So I I, that's what I like to see. I mean, the offense is... See, the thing I think is funny. And, you know, this is, this is obviously a little bit of homerism here. But, you know, people talk about, oh, Mariota. 
He made two big plays. He had a great game. Blake Bortles couldn't pass to save his life, but on the ground. He ran for as much as he threw. He ran for more than he threw. <laughs> and, and that's only happened twice. That's only happened twice. And that's the first time Christ. a quarterback's done it with over 20 attempts. So that's a fun <laughs> record. But to me, you know what? Like, he found a way to win. And it was ugly. It was a hideous way to win. Portals. Don't get me wrong. Awful game. But he he found a way, and it was with his legs. If you're a Bills fan and you've waited 20 years to get back to the playoffs, and you put up a, t- a field goal, are yeah. you satisfied? Still not. T- oh God, no. Still not had a touchdown. We should, if only Neil were here, we'd ask him. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, he hasn't been a fan for more than a couple of weeks, <laughs> but but I mean, they still haven't had a touchdown in the playoffs in over 20 years now, or whatever. Uh, so yeah, if you're a Bills fan, that's probably deeply disappointing. Yeah. I would think. And then Rams-Falcons. It was the one game I said, I picked the Rams, but I was like, if there's going to be an upset, it's going to be the Falcons. And I picked the Falcons. You did. And the, it, it was exactly what I thought it would be. Rams put up a good fight, but, you know, a little bit of that uh, unseasonedness came through, yeah. I guess. Falcons have been there before. Falcons have been and there before, hot. man. They're hot. They're hot still yeah. right now. They are hot. Yeah, and then uh, Panthers-Saints, probably the best game of the weekend, yeah. for sure. And yeah. it was... I had a feeling about the Panthers. I was wrong. Close, though. Newton did everything he could. Yeah. Newton did everything he could. Couldn't have done much more. Okay, so we're going into... uh, We're going to the divisional round. Uh, So the start of Neil's email said, Hey, boys, on my way to Jasper's, he sent this two Uh, hours ago. Hoping that Drew gets out of the... driving while he... uh, Hoping that Drew gets out of his crane long enough to attend his own wedding this weekend. So I guess it's Drew's wedding. Okay, there you go. Good. Here are my picks for the upcoming NFL playoff schedule after a solid one and three start to last week, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, no, you're wrong, Neil. You were two for two. Oh, two, two and two. Two and two, sorry. Okay. Um, so hopefully we can turn the tide, he says. Uh, we were, in fact, we were all two and two yeah. last week. So we all were out on the Chiefs. Yeah. Neil and I took the Rams. You took the Falcons. Yeah. Neil took the Bills, of course. Yeah. You and I both took the Jags. Yeah. And then Neil and I both took the Saints. You took the Panthers. Yeah, so two and two, Jets. heading into the divisional round. First up, Falcons at Eagles. Falcons on the road favored by three. They get Nick Foles. And as, way they, it should be. as they should be. Falcons are like red hot. Like I just said, they're hot and they're it's unfortunate. You know, if Carson Wentz wouldn't have gotten hurt. Oh, such a different yeah. Who knows? Who knows it could have been, but he did. And they always got next year. Um, but right now it's Falcons. It's got yeah, man. I just I just don't see any way like Nick Foles. But then again, who knows what happens, but yeah, I mean it. It would have to be he's and see, he's the, played some big games. I, I don't mean in big games, no, but he's had some good performances, sure. and he would need a lifetime achievement award worthy performance to beat the Falcons right now. Their well, defense is clicking somehow from yeah. somewhere, and I mean Julio looks like Julio again. To well, I was going to say last week, know, how many yards did Julio even have? Well, they don't. They didn't need him to be. He he didn't have a crazy. He had ninety four yards. Ninety four, which so is if, normal no. Julio, really. Like he didn't. Senu had seventy five, right? Yeah. So I mean, if any of any one of the guys, like even Freeman, sixty six yards, yep. Coleman forty yards, like yep. if any of those guys go off, yeah, they, and they like Matt Ryan, around, you know. So Matt Ryan only had two hundred eighteen yards. Yeah. So it was if, an efficient game. Yeah, if any one of the guys goes off, the Eagles are just toast. Um, Neil's also taking the Falcons, and then we got the oh, sorry, Falcons are favored by three. Did I say that? Yeah, yeah, you okay. Did, yeah. Titans at Patriots. Guess the line on this one, Adam. Oh, it's got to be seven, right? Thirteen. Thirteen in a playoff game. Well, Patriots. See, that I thought because a playoff game, yeah, it'd be a little no, more. No, Patriots favored by thirteen. Oh my goodness. There's yeah. not much to say here. No. We've, we talked about already. About pissed it. off Brady. Pissed off Grump. Pissed off Belichick. Is yeah, more... that's the problem. He, he will bury them. Yeah. Yeah, he will make damn sure. 
Yeah. I don't think there's any confusion. There. No, I mean, good on, good on, and, you know, if the Titans do win, then it is a real Music City miracle. Yeah, well, you, you know, Kevin Byard says he wants to make, uh, make Tom Brady look like Blake Bortles, and I'm sorry, son. There I is, saw that. There yeah, is I nothing you can do yeah. to make that happen. So, uh, don't you think people have been trying that for 15 years? Keep dreaming, buddy. <laughs> keep like, on dreaming. Come on. Yeah, not um, not on this planet. No, not gonna happen. Um, all right, and then uh, that, those are the Saturday games. Sunday, we got our we got our household matchup here, Adam. Yeah. Oof. Jags at Steelers. Steelers are favored by a touchdown. I mean, last time these teams met, but. The Steelers are a very different team. I'm, of course, taking the Jags. And I'm, of course, cha- taking the uh, Steelers. And I'm sure Neil did. Neil took the Steelers. Neil also took the Patriots. Yeah, of course. I mean, I have to go with my boys. I believe no, in them. Of you course. Know, I, I believe that they could beat the Steelers back in Week 5. Fournette had 181 yards and two TDs. Not the same player, though. Not the same player. He's been a little hurt. And we, you know, I think what's going to happen is if the Steelers, you know, are smart, they're going to put this game in Blake Bortles' hands. They're going to just sell out to stop Fournette, and it's going to be up to Blake Bortles and, you know, some rookie wideouts, yeah. basically. And uh, it's it's going to be tough, but I believe the defense is going to have to be massive. We we need a defensive touchdown, at least. Yeah. And that's not easy. I think Pittsburgh, uh, it's one of those things, it was week three they played, week five? Week five. In that weird start of the start of the year, but that was a real turning point for you guys. Absolutely, one eight in a row after that. Huge, exactly. That um, Smith Schuster's coming to his own now. Even if Brown isn't one hundred percent, well, he obviously he's not one hundred percent. But if even if you know, when I was listening to the podcast, even if you just throw Brown out there as a decoy and just oh, yeah. sell to to Schuster and Martavis Bryant, who yeah could be a swan song this playoffs with them, but. My whole issue with the Steelers all year is the same. They've got all this talent, and part of me just thinks that for some reason it doesn't all get put together. But maybe, maybe it's because they've been saving it for the playoffs, right? Now. right? I mean, so Roethlisberger looks as good as he's ever looked right yeah. now. And uh, if, you, if this is if this is if this is his swan song just in general, then yeah, that's so, I will take it. Jags are in tough, but I believe. Okay. I believe. And then we've got <laughs> to, to wrap things up: Saints at Vikings. Uh, Vikings favored by four and a half. Oof, this is a tough one. Ro- this is this is a tough one because this I, is a tough one. Neil, of course, is taking the Saints. He's yeah. he's been he's been riding them. He's he's been ride or die with them all ride, year. Die, gumbo, gumbo, yeah. gumbo. Well, you know what? I'm going to take the Saints too. You're going to take the Saints. Eh? I'm going to take the Saints. You know, I there was a time when I didn't believe, and uh, who that? And you know what? I look at it now, and like we've talked about before. We're looking at quarterbacks, and that's mm-hmm. a matchup I'm looking at. And I'm talking about Breeze or Keenum. Yep. Oh, for sure. And and, and Breeze. I mean, and that's what happened last week. Breeze. Ingram and Kamara did not have great Didn't games. Didn't do anything. No Kamara. thunder and lightning. Because though. that's what that that's exactly what the uh, what the Panthers. That was their game plan. Like yep. put it in Breeze's hand. But yep. see the problem. The difference is is between a Mariota and a Bortles mm. is you can put him in their hands or a Tyrod Taylor and hope yep. they ruin the game. The one thing you don't want to do is put is put it into a a fresh not fresh but a not as worn down breeze yeah and a you know just maybe a bit of an angry breeze too it's yeah. like don't put it in his yeah, hand no because respect, if there's one guy who's gonna kill you it's gonna be him oh yeah he's been doing it for years and I mean I'd say fresh is a good word for him he hasn't had to you know have these forty attempt games this mm-hmm. year and uh, no I now now looking at those Saints I mean it's gonna be yeah. you know, Saints Jags in the Super Bowl. Right, of course. Um, just for the sake of uh, 
just to keep things shooken up, I'm going to take the Vikings. Okay. So we there's a chance for us to go all even again this okay. this this week. Okay. Um, I I do really honestly I have no idea. This to me is it's, I, oh, it's the, I don't even think the Vikings should be favored by four and a half. I I think it should be a pick. Em, it's honestly, almost close because to that. Le- is, at least at least at least less than a field goal. I mean, to me also the Saints. You know, people talk about they're not a great road team, but for them they're playing indoors. This is as good. The Vikings road. can open the do- open the dome if they want to. Yeah. In the winter, why no, do no, that? I, so I don't think do they that. will. So I mean, it's a good road scenario for the Saints, and that basically they're playing in a similar environment that they would have. And they've already played the Vikings this and year, they, exactly. have they not? Yeah, week one, and they oh, lost, right, and they lost. They the lost. Vikings that's won. right. But that was Sam Bradford. Yes, that's right. Or, it was. Well, did he play the whole game? Yeah, he played the whole. Yeah, game. Bradford got hurt. He got hurt week two. Yeah, right? I believe so. So, so he played that game. So I mean, that's a little bit different. But Keenum has been, you know, Sam Bradford esque in a way. I mean, his completion percentage isn't quite as high, I don't think, but... Well, no. Bradford has had Sith record last year, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he did. But then it was beaten this year by Breeze, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. 72% or something? like. Well, last year Bradford was 72, and then Breeze, I think, this year is like even higher. 70. So Bradford Bradford in Week 1 went 346 with yeah. three touchdowns. So there you go. 27 for 32. So I tell you what. 27 for 32. He missed five passes. So, so Case Keenum's not doing that. We know for certain <laughs> that Case Keenum isn't yeah. going to do that. I mean, what was his passer rating? 140? Like, holy shit, that's a game. Bradford's was 143. Mother. 146 is that, a perfect game? 148. 148. That's why, or 148.3 or whatever it is. But, yeah, so we know Case Keenum's not going to do that. Uh, and, you know, I also don't believe that that uh, and also, Kamara and Ingram are going to have well, two bad games what in do you th- What do you think Kamara... In fact, Peterson was still on the team at the time. So out of Peterson, Kamara, and Ingram, how many yards did they th- do you think they had? That first game? Yes. Oh, not much. I don't think. In- Kamara had 18 yards rushing <laughs> on seven attempts. Yeah. Peterson had 18 on six. Wow. And Ingram had 17 on six. So... No, I don't think it'll happen no. twice. Don't think so. No. Do you see what uh, Kamara said about when he got a signing bonus? No. He said, I put that shit in the bank and got some motherfucking wings. He doesn't mess around. All right. Yeah. That, that's, like a, that's like a call to our, uh, our favorite uh, clip right now. Oh, uh, man. Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Happy Carmelo. Love it. Motherfucker. I'll put it in. I'll, I'll put it in at the end of Throw the Throw it in. Yeah. Motherfucker. Um, so, yeah. So, okay. So, you got Falcons, Patriots, Jags, Saints. Neil's got Falcons, Patriots, Steelers, Saints. And I've got Falcons, Patriots, Steelers, Vikings. So we can, yeah, we could be tied again. Yep. Oof. Thrills. That's, you know what? I, I'm glad the NFL playoffs are on right now because it's such a good distraction. From the Oilers. Yeah, it's yep. excellent. Oh, yep. God. Um, actually, it's funny because, so Neil titled his email NFL Picks plus Raptor Talk, but didn't mention the Raptors at all. So maybe the, you forgot. <laughs> instead, talk about the NHL All-Star Game. Well, we could talk about the Raptors a little bit. I mean, I'm the not... The Raptors are good. I'm not as knowledgeable. Well, last night... They, they lost a close lost game. Lost a close game. Ibaka was, uh, you know... Good. Th- throwing hands with a guy I saw, throw I hands saw with. I saw a thing. It was like Armstrong or Routers, Routers. Someone on the Raptors broadcast was like, Abaka's got to put the team ahead oh, yeah, of his temper. temper, and I'm like, you know what? It's one game, and that's good. You know yeah. what? Fire the boys up, little. Yeah. Nobody. This is the point of the season. Nobody wants to play. Nobody wants to play game yeah. 38 through 52. Like yeah. these. This is the this it's, is the down part fine. of the year. So it's, you know yeah. what? Yeah, get a little fired up. You lost a close game to the Heat, who are also surging right now, yeah. and and then I don't even know who their next game's against. But it's like, so he sits one game. You know what? And 
the way the East is set up, you're, you're going to finish as a second or third seed anyway. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And, you know, I... I like it. I like it. You know, He's, he's had a few before. Oh, they play Cleveland next oh, game. Oh, they play Cleveland. <laughs> so, whatever. Yeah. So, they lose. It's whatever. I mean, yeah. and, you know, DeRozan got his $25,000 fine. That That's nothing to him. No. So, I just think, uh, you know, apparently it's... It's recurring, like Ibaka. It's you know before he played for the Raptors, he's had some issues before. But I mean, who gives it? Who no, cares? Who gives a who, shit? Who cares? Like no. we're not talking about that. This is you know every other game that he's a distraction. No, nothing like that. You know, I'm sure the guys on his team. I'm sure his teammates aren't upset about it. And you know what? His coach came out and said, you know, he's not a malicious guy. Like, yeah. This is, you know, he's passionate. Chip on his shoulder, whatever. So if the coach likes it, the teammates like it. I don't want some, you know, TSN analyst telling them what no, time it is. Who cares? <laughs> they don't matter. I, <laughs> certainly not. Uh, okay, anything else? About the Raptors, I don't no, know. No, no, anything else in general? <laughs> in general. No. No? No. All right. When are pitchers and catchers uh, reporting? Oh, we Next month? Got, we still got a month. And oh, a month. Half okay. Half or so. All right. Uh, okay, cool. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get these lights off here, Adam, so you can uh, just sit in the dark. Yep. And uh, if you want to be like Neil, email us because he'll be back next week. So he won't. You can email us. I guess you can still email he us. You can I don't do know. it every week. Um, OTBcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, OTBcast, and on Twitter, at OffTheBenchCast. Uh, and yeah, until next week, well, I guess Neil and Adam will talk a little bit of Oilers. I'll just, you, can, you know what? Let's just, how about I don't watch anything for the next week and you guys just. Catch me up. It'll be really hard to in this fill city me, fill to, be, me in. to be Oilers me free in. is pretty difficult. But uh, you know, and I think one try. thing I realized too, just to, sorry, to just wrap it up again, just to, before we wrap it up, why it's a little bit more fun to watch the NFL this year and like to be a Steelers fan is I'm just like not as involved. It's like not as saturated. You know, like I'm yeah. just not. I'm not. I'm not as as saturated into the culture and into the team. And it's like I can watch from afar and it doesn't affect me as much. I can just enjoy it and I watch the game on Sunday. Yeah. Fall, read some articles on Twitter and then that's and it. And that's it, yeah. Here it's like I'm inundated with everything all the time. People talking about it. People... And it's just... It's just I just feel... Honestly, I just feel exhausted, Adam. Well, the thing I just, is... It's just, I just feel tired. When it's not going well, it's exhausting. I just feel tired from it. And it's just been... It's been such a roller coaster. If you look yeah. at the last year like and a half said, of Oilers... Since we, yeah. You know, it's just been such a roller coaster. Just from, you know, the depths to yeah. up and down. And now we're... I mean, we're basically... This is about as low as it goes, is it not? I mean, how much worse yeah. could we feel? You know? We're on pace to have a terrible year. And uh, people here just... You play Arizona next... Yeah, Arizona. The one team worse than us. Yeah, and then we, we still up, lose. Wrap up against Vegas on Connor McDavid's 21st birthday. Yeah, that wasn't planned. And then the Oilers have a week off. That oh, yeah. wasn't planned. Yep, go get banged up, Connor. Yep, all right. Uh, so, yeah, until next week, we're back on the bench. The light is off.